So, we've got Mick here, and at least I understand you have a story about getting shot at. Yeah, uh, I do. So the, the date of that actually was uh, January 14th, 2015, and it was in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. So I was working as a bartender down there, uh, and uh, you know, working as a bartender in dive bars, doing graveyard shifts, details a lot of shit. Yep. Uh, whether it be behind the bar or uh, in the antics that you get into outside of the bar. After hours of your days off, uh, because most of the time you're up to no good. So I had this buddy of mine named Rick, and we worked together. And uh, he was a great friend of mine, and still is. And uh, his younger brother Tommy, and we were all still great friends. We actually are better, better friends after this incident. So it all started off very innocently. We're hanging out uh, at Rick's crib. Uh, he, Rick and Tommy lived together at the time. We're hanging out at their house, and they're both brothers. Uh, Rick is the older one, and he was, he was the one that I was closer with, and Tommy was the younger brother. Both of these dudes are, are fucking brick shit houses. You know, they're both, you know, Rick is about six foot four, had to be at least 300 pounds, covered in tattoos, could pop his two front teeth out, you know, Wayne Gretzky teeth going on. Oh, shit. Slick back pompadour, all this shit. Uh, hard ass motherfucker, but he's, he's a great guy. You know, total teddy bear at heart, but if you piss him off, uh, God knows what'll happen to you. As are ninety percent of people in Boston, but yeah. Yeah, but not not to this degree. All right. <laughs> this sheds a whole new perspective on on what that means. But uh, so, in in t in, in Tommy, uh, Tommy's out of his mind. Probably a psychopath. Great friend of mine. Great guy. Very loyal. Takes care of you. But is, is fucking nuts. Went to prison. Came out a Muslim. Uh, I need a white guy from New Jersey. Violent as all fucking hell. The first time I met him, I watched him give a, a, a hobo a buck fifty with a straight razor um, <laughs> on Esplanade Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, me, me, Rick, and, and Tommy are hanging out at the crib, and we're we're chilling, watching TV, having some beers, and uh, uh, Rick gives me a tattoo on my my back arm of a, a skull with fangs and bat wings. And we're debating whether or not to go out to this show at a, at a club called One-Eyed Jacks. And the managers and owners of One-Eyed Jacks knew us all well. Uh, Rick and Tommy used to work at One-Eyed Jacks as bouncers. So we go in there and uh, show up. We get we get royalty treatment. Can I interject for a second? Did they know that it was a Twin Peaks reference in that name? No. It, it was it was made well before Twin Peaks, I believe. Jesus. When was Twin Peaks made? 1990s? Like 91, 92? 91, okay, never mind. Yeah, it was probably, might have been a Twin Peaks reference. It used to be the Shim Shim Club back in the 90s. Um, but now it's called One-Eyed Jacks. Anyways, uh, so we're at One-Eyed Jacks, and there's some band playing. I don't know, some some rock and roll shit. And, and Greg Dooley from the Afghan Wigs, who's the owner of our bar, is there. Uh, drinking Osho and Yeho tequila, as he, as he made a point to say every goddamn time he was drinking it. And we're hanging out with him. We're hanging out with John Deal. Uh, 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 the rest of the crew from our bar, and and Candice, the uh, the manager of One Eye Jacks, um, starts giving us special treatment. You know, we're getting shots of Jameson and, and Guinnesses on the house. Um, uh, my my boy Sean was behind the bar taking care of us. We're having a great time. Uh, Andreas, the the Colombian bar back door guy who, who works with us sometimes was fucking shit hammered and we were fucking with him telling him to go up in the VIP section which he's repeatedly getting thrown out of and so we're all having a good time laughing around it's fun you know um, and we, we did uh, 
more Jameson shots and, and, and Guinnesses than I could count. Um, our tab was comp. We paid for it. We tipped very well. And we decided to go over to our bar um, that we all worked at, well, that me and Rick worked at, called yep. uh, Bud Rips. Uh, so we go over to Bud Rips, and uh, uh, my boy Kyle is working, and my boy Wayne. And we go in there and, and start drinking and take a bunch of shots. I remember we had a whole <laughs> a little funny conversation. We were, I'm so fucked up in the back of this cab, right? And I'm t- we're, we're, we're sharing fight stories here. And we uh, we decided to take a cab over there from One Eyed Jacks, and uh, our cab driver was uh, I believe he was Indian and he was Ali, and I, I'm sh- I'm fucking wasted in the back trying to tell a story about a fight. I mean we're all sharing fight stories in the cab, and instead of saying I fucked this guy up, I said I fucked this guy, and Ali in the front seat is says not in my car like that's how you get the dirty dick that's how you <laughs> get the dirty dick, which I, I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, Dirty dick uh, is, is a funny comment. So, anyways, we pull up to the bar, and we go in, and we, my buddy uh, Kyle and Wayne are working, and we get some drinks from them. I believe we did car bombs, which is a fucking disaster just waiting to happen anytime you do them, let alone this night. And uh, so we, get th- we start going with those, and uh, we're hanging out there, and we decide, okay, you know, it's, it was about 1 a.m., we wanted to go over this 24-hour joint, which was a bar and diner called Boofus. Um, and me and Rick frequented it. Uh, every Sunday night we worked together, we'd go over to this bar, and we would get uh, biscuits and gravy and, you know, whatnot, fucking diner southern food, and shovel it down and, and tip the shit out of the bartender, Mac. And so we were well known there. We were taken care of. They looked out for us. So we, so we decided to go over there. We took a cab over there and uh, show up. And... It's relatively crowded. It's a you know it's one a.m. on a Wednesday night, um, so it, it's not crazy, but there's there's enough people there. And we sit down at the bar and we we put on the jukebox. I believe we put on "Hello Darling" by Conway Twitty, and all started singing along to it, being you know loud as fucking obnoxious. And we could do whatever we wanted there for the most part, and the staff were fine with. It. But then all these, these fucking people in there started calling us tourists and bitching at us. And, you know, we're like, fuck you guys. We work here. You know, we, we live in this city. We're industry. Shut the fuck up. And uh, all the bar staff was, you know, fuck you guys. Shut the fuck up. They work here. They're, they're industry. Leave them the fuck alone. They take care of us. You know, you've got a problem with them. Get the fuck out, of course. And so then I, I think we, order, we, we each ordered a burger and we're sitting down. And uh, all of a sudden, some guy starts mouthing off to Tim, this bald dude with a fucking Jafar beard. And uh, glasses. And so he starts giving Tim shit. And I look into my burger and I go, oh, fuck, this is not going to be good. And he starts fucking with him. He starts he starts speaking. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, Tommy starts speaking fake Italian. Going, you know, bobbity boop that kind of shit, you know, doing the, the, the running his hand over his over his uh, the, the inside of his throat. The, the fuck you move, you know. And this guy gets all pissed off and starts mouthing off to him, gets up in his face, and Tommy just swings and fucking clocks him. And I go, oh, shit. So I go and I grab this, I grab, I grab Tommy in a chokehold because I know how this is going to end. Last time this guy got an altercation, like I said, he slashed some dude up the face. So I didn't want any of that. This is a place we come to regularly. I didn't want any bad, bad business, nothing. So I get him in a chokehold, trying to calm down, and I bring him out towards the door. 
And as I'm bringing him out to the door, he starts yelling, gun, gun, gun. And in my drunken head, I say, no, there's no gun. And then I hear, bang. And a bullet goes straight past my head into the fucking uh, the threshold of the door. And I turn around, and Ricky now has this guy, grabs him by the gun, and is dragging him around the bar, clocking this fucking little bald dude in the face over and over and over again, whacking him, yelling, shoot me, bitch, fucking shoot me, bitch. And, and this is all what I can recall. It, it, it's kind of really blurry. It was yeah, one of the most inebriated events I've ever had. And when this sort of thing happens, it happens so damn fast, you only really have snapshots. But I have a very specific snapshot of him grabbing this guy, dragging him around, clocking him in the fucking face over and over again. And at one point, he gets he gets him pinned against the bar. So this dude's pinned against the bar, and another shot gets popped off. Um, and the gun is being, the barrel of the gun is being held between his pinky finger and his, uh, like, what the fuck is that finger called? I don't even know. Ring? Not, yeah, your ring finger, yeah. <laughs> Between his pinky and ring finger, another bullet gets popped off. And it burns his hand, so he lets go. And the guy draws the gun up to his head. And Tommy goes, grab a bottle. So we grab bottles and start clocking them over the dude's head. And then just beat the shit out of him. And then bring him down to the ground. He's fucking all done at this point. But we just kept going broke glass, uh, we, we broke the bottles and just started slashing the dude up, uh, stabbed him in the face, neck and head, uh, all over. The bartender, Max, tried to stop us at one point. Eventually, uh, one of us apparently slashed him across the arm. I believe it was me. And then Ricky comes over and says, hey, the gun's, the, the gun's out. You know, the bartender's got the gun. It's done. He's, the dude's knocked out cold. He stabbed him enough. Let's go. So... We get up, we go outside, and then Ricky goes, Oh shit, my coat and my hat are inside. Tommy goes, I'll go get it. Tommy goes in. Apparently, uh, the guy that we marked was uh, still okay, standing up. And, and Tommy goes, grabs the coat, drapes it over one of his arms, puts the hat on his er, before he puts the hat on his head, punches the dude one more time, puts the hat on his head, walks out. Oh my god. And then it starts pouring rain, we get home. Uh, realized that we had a $70 tab and decided to go back and pay it. <laughs> go back to the bar and pay the tab. And uh, the bartender pulls me aside and says, hey, <laughs> are you going to call the cops? I said, fuck no, I ain't calling the cops. Are you calling the cops? I said, hell no, we ain't calling the cops. The guy who you just fucked up works here. Oh, my God. So he said, all right, um, I'll see you later. And we left. And that was that. 